Welcome back. This is the Confident Collective Podcast, and we are your hosts. I'm Ryan. And I'm Christina. We are curb models, content creators, and some would even say comedians. We started the Confident Collective Podcast to help you live your most confident life by sharing our stories and sitting down with experts to talk about, well, life. We chat sex, dating, business, relationships, and so much more. We hope you love this episode, so let's get into it. I'm kind of mad at you. Are you? I'm mad at you too. Because you're trying to fucking gaslight me. I am mad at you for even using that word directed towards me. You, I had to go back and listen to the last episode. Me, I watched the whole episode. No, our episode, our podcast episode where I kept calling the Golden Bachelor Jerry. No, I kept calling him Gary. So you've gaslit me so much. And then you're like, no, Ryan, it's Jerry. And I just was like, oh, okay, Christina's right. It <laughs> is not Jerry. His name is Gary. I spoke with complete conviction and confidence, and I which is why it. you believed me, even though I only watched one episode. No, you were right. However, you're still kind of wrong because you kept calling him Gary at first. And it's Gary. No, when you said, I have a voice me, note that I can deny. play on my phone that you go, no, it's not Gary. It's like Gary. And no, I'm like, I said it's Gary, not Gary. Play it, play it, play it, play it. I'm getting, you're (laughs) getting the receipt. No, but honestly, like, I'm sorry. What is up with the spelling and pronunciation of his name? Also, I've heard a lot of things come out about him. Exactly. It's Gary, not Gary. You just said the exact opposite. No. Chris, Chris, play it back. Are you hearing this right now? No, Chris, wait. Did you hear that? No. What, did, what did I say? Exactly. It's Gary, not Gary. Thank you. But I've been saying <laughs> Gary, but just now, two seconds ago, you guys honestly know I'm getting fucking gaslit by both of you right now. No, I'm dude. fucking getting, you guys, no, is I this admit, a joke? I, no, 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 you're wrong now. I admit, though, I was wrong from the beginning. It's never, it was never Jerry. It was never Jerry. It's spelled it's like Gary. Jerry. But it's, I've been saying Gary. Gary. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But at first you were saying Gary. You don't hear the difference between no, Gary and Gary? That's what you were saying. Mm-mm. You were saying Gary because you're from fucking New Jersey. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Okay, you know what? I'm done with this conversation. But anyway. Did, I, I, I watched the finale, though. Oh, you did? Okay, because that was going to be my next question is if you watched the finale. Um, oh, actually, you know what? I watched only the first half of the finale mostly because I just wanted to hear the name pronunciation. <laughs> oh, my God. And um, and because I heard that people were livid and so disappointed and were you I mean basically okay so I didn't really pick up on this I think he I guess I just try and like see the good in people always and so I didn't really think of this until everyone else was commenting like on the on Instagram like Teresa get a prenup get a prenup get a prenup mm. because he changed his tune so much after she basically said like she's very successful and has a good job which mm. I cannot believe that they, he didn't even know what her job was until the honeymoon suite right and he definitely had sex with both of them which is like fine he's like 70 like it's probably but not been that often <laughs> but actually no turns out mm-hmm. see this is why i just don't know what to believe people are saying that like no he's had girlfriends after his wife passed away but he was on the show saying that like he hasn't dated anyone since but i'm like did the producers make him say that to go more with the storyline is he a bad guy i don't know i mean he does kind of give me the i mean i think him and Teresa are kind of good together because they're both kind of like cheesy people mm-hmm. which i'm not trying to say that in a mean way but like they're just like a little bit like cheesy like leslie was a little too cool for him oh they would have never lasted yeah 
Okay. Leslie would have been on the outside world and she would have been like, this guy is weird. Yeah. She okay. would have been like, he is cheesy. I have many thoughts. One, I feel kind of bad for him because I think that the Bachelor producers had this ideal right. of what they wanted their perfect Bachelor to be. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but it's very hard to find like a 70-something-year-old man that is super handsome, in shape, successful, only has been with his like high school sweetheart, or whatever, all these right, all these right, things. Right. So I think they kind of manufactured his story. And I think he's probably a little naive and went along with it. Yeah, he probably was like, oh, this is what they do on reality exactly. TV. Um, but I did hear the things about Teresa, right? What were the things about Teresa? Or just about like how, oh, he should get a prenup and that oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. reason he ended up choosing her is because he had a lifelong plan of wanting to live in South Carolina and he learned that one of her kids lives in South Carolina so he's like oh this is perfect we can like settle up there together and I can like okay but I don't really blame that like no. if you if you fall if you're dating someone and one person's like my family has a big ass house in South Carolina I'd be like oh I do like that that's a positive <laughs> that's a that's like these are all of her hands questions on her dating <laughs> oh my god do no. your family have any vacation homes? I actually just think that people are kind of want to just hate him now and are trying to yes. find reasons to be, like, mean or, like, find something wrong where, like, he probably is, like, a good guy and, like, a nice guy and has been a little manipulated by ABC and producers. Yeah. And also, like, freaking hard dating in general, finding love in general, like, let alone on TV in yeah. these circumstances. So I feel like Gary needs a break from everyone. Gary! Yes. Gary. Gary. Get You just said Gary. Gary is different than Gary. You don't hear that? Okay, that was the first time I heard it, but okay. you've been saying it the opposite the whole time. Oh my anyway, God, okay, we're done. We're, we're not done. getting into that conversation. Okay, well, okay but I, I, and my only last thing I'll say is I really do feel like him and Teresa looked really happy together on the last one. Like, I don't think they, like, well, I don't think Teresa was faking that. Teresa is in it. Okay, she's well, good. In it. So good for her. Like, why is everyone trying to run, like, ruin, ruin her. her parade? I know, like, she's, she's happy. Is it rain on her parade? Yes. Yeah. Why is everyone going <laughs> to rain on her parade? Like, let the woman be in love and happy. Yeah. Ugh. People are just hating, I think. I know. Um, so anyway, I guess today we're starting with our obsessed. I guess that was so. my obsessed. I was so <laughs> obsessed I had to discuss it. Oh, my gosh. I have been obsessed with Taylor Swift on the cover of Time Magazine. She's Time's Person of the Year. Mm, yeah. I'm obsessed with it for a couple different reasons. Okay. I'll start with the negative. Oh, shit. One... I hate the photos of her. I knew you were going to say that, and I was hoping you would say that so that I didn't have to be the one to bring it up. I hate the photos of her because I think it's, she is so stunning and so beautiful, and I don't— like, I almost feel like they were trying to make her look like this persona of what they think a time person of the year— Yeah. Like, they, it was giving me Elizabeth Holmes vibes. You know who that is? Like, from Theranos? Oh. I just did not like it. Like, I— I don't think they did her justice. I think she mm -mm. is so beautiful. I think she's, like, captivating. No, they look like they took the, went to a JCPenney and took those it, photos. I don't like them. No, I, don't, I don't like them either. Um, although I was talking to someone about, I was telling someone this, and they are like, oh, her outfits? I was like, oh, it wasn't even the outfits for me. It was, like, everything else. The and they said that um, apparently Taylor Swift will never have, be, like, a fashion icon, and she does it on purpose to, like, maintain relatability. I knew there had to be, like, obviously <laughs> some reason behind it because, like, I'm sorry. But, okay, because I agree. She has does not have great style. But you know what? Her style's not bad. It's just, like, basic. It's, like, nothing you're, like, wanting to emulate, right? Right. And I'm, but I do think, like, okay, the red lip, are we sure we want to keep doing that every day? <laughs> but anyway, her at the Beyonce premiere— 
was the best I think she's looked in a long time. I honestly can't envision it. I don't even know what she wore there. She wore like a really form-fitted silver gown. And like, I think she looked 20 times better at Beyonce's premiere than her own premiere. Really? Yes. Like, she looked so good. I love it. The way they've been supporting each other over the past couple months, by the way. Oh, yeah. She looks she looks beautiful. Like she looks good. She looks so good. Um, did you I don't know if you read the article, but I'm gonna point out a couple things that I loved from it. So the author slash interviewer was Sam Lansky. And in this one part, I'm just gonna read it. It says, I tell Swift that the show made me think of a meme that says, Do not kill the part of you that is cringe, kill the part of you that cringes. And I kind of love that because throughout our lives, we're gonna be do things that we're like ugh, embarrassed about in the mm-hmm. moment. But like, no, you don't, you should never be embarrassed by yourself. Like that is a part of you, a part of your history. And like just own who you are because that will, it's just like all stepping tones to your entire story. Yeah. So I, I kind that. of love that little takeaway. And another one that I loved is quote, there's one thing I've learned. My responses to anything that happens, good or bad, is to keep making things. Keep making art, she considers. But I've also learned there's no point in actively trying to, quote, unquote, defeat your enemies. She says, trash takes itself out every single time. Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. I just thought, Mm. I thought it was interesting in reference to Kim Kardashian, but also, like, honestly, just a lesson. Like, don't waste your time on people who are, like, adding nothing to your life. Yeah. So. I agree. Good job, Taylor. I love those. Congrats, Taylor. Worth a read, you guys. I need to read it. I haven't read it yet. Um, well, my life updates are, I think financially I'm really tired of being single because, <laughs> and I never thought about this until our friend Alyssa posted like a TikTok recently. Mm. She's been, she was single for a long time. I don't know how long, how long was she single? I don't know, maybe like five, six years. I made that up. I don't know, but it sounds about right. <laughs> sounds about right. She was single for like 15 years. Yeah, you know? so long. <laughs> and she just recently got into a relationship and she was talking about just like the differences in your life when you get into a relationship from like being single. Like, and one of them she talked about was like financially, it's really helpful because like, let's say you're going to the airport, you're splitting an Uber, you are splitting rent. You go on vacation, you split the hotel, you know? And I'm like, oh my God, like I really could use partner to just take the burden. It's it's getting expensive. New York is expensive. I'm like, oh my God. No. If I had someone to split rent with, but then their stuff would be in my place, which would be really hard for me. Then you'd have to split closets as well. So the holidays are here. And whether you're shopping for yourself, for someone else, or hosting a party, planning a little getaway, or maybe all of the above, it's probably the most expensive time of year. So I think we all need to try and save a little money, right? That is why we love today's partner, Rakuten. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop because you can stack holiday sales on top of cash back to maximize your savings. You can shop through Rakuten for everyone on your gift list this holiday season, and there's over 3,700 stores across every single category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, travel, dining, and so much more. Some brands on Rakuten that I love are Macy's, H&M, Hobby Lobby, DSW, Birkenstock, Sephora, Neiman Marcus, Samsung, Nike, UGG, just to name a few. 
Rakuten's membership is free and it's so easy to sign up. So start all your shopping trips at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today because your cash back really adds up. The holidays are here, which is perfect timing for today's sponsor, OneSkin. We all know that with all the holiday fun and festivities comes some stress and also harsh weather that can really take a toll on your skin. But thanks to OneSkin's disruptive approach that targets skin aging at the source, you can finish off 2023 with your skin at its healthiest. And the more I learn about OneSkin, the more and more impressed I am. I listened to the co-founder, Carolina, on the Skinny Confidential podcast, and it was just super interesting. She said that 90% of aging comes from UV exposure, which causes the cells to enter basically like she described as a zombie-like state. And this also causes the healthy cells around those cells to age faster. So their products are powered by the groundbreaking peptide OS1, which is the first ingredient scientifically proven to prevent the accumulation of these zombie-like cells, which is the primary culprit behind skin aging. OS1 has actually been proven in the lab to reduce the biological age of skin by several years, meaning it not only prevents but slows down skin aging, leaving you with healthier, more hydrated, and glowing skin. And Christmas is just a couple weeks away, and OneSkin just launched their mini bundles, which they make the perfect stocking stuffer. It includes the face and eye topical supplement, body lotion and cleanser, which all come in a cute little travel bag. And this is also great if you're traveling for the holidays and you want to grab one for yourself. For a limited time, our listeners can enjoy an exclusive 15% off OneSkin products using the code TCC when you check out at oneskin.co. This holiday season, give yourself and your loved ones a head start on New Year's resolutions to swap your skincare for skin longevity. Um, that's so funny because my mom always talks about that in reference to my brother. She's always like, poor Alexander. Things are just so expensive. He's doing all of this on his own. <laughs> <laughs> poor, Alexander. poor Alexander. That's like the phrase of your family. Uh, poor Alexander. I, literally, literally. You should have seen my family going crazy. My mom like going to like five different stores to help him find like a fake olive tree for his apartment. <laughs> like, oh I my can't. God. Anyways, <laughs> you know what's so funny? I watched Alyssa's videos on that. And I did not, I don't know how I missed that part of it because what I thought was really interesting when she was talking about being in a relationship was how people treat her now. And she was saying that people just treat her better now that she's in a relationship. Like before people were almost like a little sad for her. And now they're like, oh, like they see her on a different level. Did we watch different videos that she posted? She must have made two videos. I don't think that. Do you think people feel bad for me? I don't think people feel bad for you. I don't think people feel bad for you at all. If anything, they're like, fuck, Rand's thriving. <laughs> okay, well, do you know what? I what? Went, I actually, though, maybe you should feel a little bad for me. <laughs> <laughs> because I went to a speech. <laughs> okay, let's hear I'm about really it. I'm really embarrassed to admit it. Well, we'll get to the embarrassing part at the end. Okay. I'm not embarrassed that I went to a speed dating thing. Okay, I want to know everything about it. Because I know you briefly shared about it on the podcast a couple of weeks ago that you were did I? That you were going to go on one, yeah. Oh, okay. I did not realize I said that. So I went to a speed dating thing last night. It's basically this, like, club in this, like, members club in New York. Mm-hmm. Did this, like, speed dating thing. I think there was, like, 10 women, 10 men. Okay. And go to this bar. That's not that many people. Maybe there was 15. Okay. I don't know. 
Mm-hmm. I think it was determined determined by how many men signed up as how many Probably. women they could let come. Like she did tell me there's like the ratio for men to women is like four to one. Of course it is. Okay. Which is crazy to me because side tangent, like, you know, that like article that came out was like the rise of like single unhappy men, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, okay, but like are what are they doing? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like women are really trying to better themselves and like put themselves out there. And I'm just like, it's just annoying. I don't. I think men are being left behind by their own doing. Maybe, yeah. So anyway, side tangent over. But when so you basically sit down, the women sit, and then the men rotate every five minutes. Okay, I love and that. Imagine you have to keep getting up. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And you had some like question cards on the table, um, and or you could just like I mean you don't have to use the question cards, but like they were there. They were like, to, like prompts. Prompts. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it was good. I mean, I definitely feel like there wasn't anyone where I was like, felt super, super drawn to, Mm -hmm. but it was just fun to like meet different people in person and like have like fun conversations and like also just put yourself out of your comfort zone. I was just like, this is, this is kind of like, kind of like scary at first, but all. What did you wear? I just wore, I had to go do a work event before. So I wore. My Prada loafers that make my feet bleed. <laughs> and red socks, tights, black miniskirt, black leather jacket. Okay. So, like, it was cute. Yeah. And, sorry, can I ask you a million questions about this? Yeah. How long were you talking to each guy for? Five minutes. Oh, that is pretty quick. Yeah. Really quick. That's really quick. I thought you were going to be, like, 15 minutes. Okay. No, it was so quick. Was there Maybe seven minutes. Was there anyone in the room that you were attracted to or immediately, like, oh. Well, the light in there was so dark, I could barely see. Interesting. So I think I was attracted to some of them at first, for sure. They're actually Until w- they got closer? No, no, no. I think there, I mean, you know, there was a red-headed Irish man, and I was like, Last from the past. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. um, and I thought he was cute. Mm-hmm. But the embarrassing part is I put – so you put people – at the end they give you a card and you write down three names. Okay. And if they match you, then you'll get a text. Okay. Of saying so-and-so wants to match so you. So you put three names down. I only put two. Okay. I didn't get a text, <laughs> which is shocking to me because is I was – really funny mm-hmm. except one of them really was shorter than me and so maybe he just didn't think I think he thought maybe I wouldn't go for someone like him because I'm taller so he's like I'm not gonna put her down yeah, right he's like obviously she's way too tall and beautiful for me so right I'm gonna that's put what I, that's someone what I think more happened. average on that's what I think happened um and then I put down the Irish guy uh-huh. um and that one, I'm stumped. <laughs> I'm stumped because he was laughing. And Maybe he was like, she's too funny for me. Maybe honestly, he was like, there's too much main character energy. Like, I need someone a little bit more quiet, timid. Quieter. Mm-hmm. At the end, he was ta- He stayed and talked to this tiny, tiny little Asian girl. And I was like, okay, I can't fight that. <laughs> yes. Because I could not be more opposite. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Good for them. So that was a little embarrassing. But you know what? I get knocked down. <laughs> but I, I get, get up, up again. again. You're, You're never, never going to keep me down. down. Yeah. Um, would you do it again? I think so. I mean. Why not? I think I think so. Do you feel like the prompts help the guys ask more questions? Um, Because I feel like that's a big complaint of yours is that you're always doing the question no, asking. I, I think these guys were actually really good at conversation. Okay, great. Yeah. So I feel like a guy who's putting himself out there like that actually wants to meet someone. Mm-hmm. Also, wait, this is my theory about dating apps. Well, actually, maybe it doesn't apply anymore. Never mind. But I feel like when they first started coming out and they were all free, right? Mm. 
I personally felt like if you really wanted to meet a guy who was like actually serious, go on an, a paid dating app. Cause like a man who's like actually spending the money to do that is right. like more invested. Right. Chris, what are your thoughts on that? What was the question? Okay. <laughs> on a dating app, right? Do you think a, a man who is paying to be on the app is more invested in finding a partner than someone who's like just downloading a free app and like swiping? I don't know because you can pay for it for different reasons. Like you can just be a fuckboy and pay for it also and try to increase your odds. Interesting. Perfect. Uh, so, Great. So I hear. So I, can <laughs> we edit this know? part out of the episode? <laughs> <laughs> oh my Fact. god. No. Okay, I well, mean, I, uh, you get my theory. I, I get your theory. I think, but now you just gotta pay for all. Uh, now it's different, right? I now. Do- I really do feel like right now, though, dating is at, like, a very difficult – I think it's never been, like, super easy. But I do think we are at kind of a difficult time. Mm-hmm. And I do think it is interesting, like, why m- there are so many more women putting themselves out there than men. Like, are men just not as, like – You don't think it's because men – It's there's so many women who are putting themselves out there. Men have to do less work? Maybe. Actually, you know, it was crazy. I was out this weekend, and this six-foot – Seven. I'm not even joking. Six foot seven man walks into this bar. Mm-hmm. I just sat back and I watched every single woman in that bar approach him. And I was like, damn. Damn. See, that's what I'm saying. It was insane. Like, and he was English. So I was like, that man you, hit How'd you hear his voice? Because I was close. Did you approach him too? No. I was not in the place to approach. Yeah. I had done a few mushrooms and I was sweating (laughs) my ass off. He's like, are you okay? He probably saw me in the corner and I was like dripping sweat. And that's why I don't get approached in person. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. No, that is why I think men don't have to try as hard because I think as long as they're literally existing in a public space, I feel like women will do the work for them. I don't know about you, Ray, but my makeup never feels complete without a lip. Even if I have no time for makeup, I will still put on at least a gloss. And one gloss I know we both are obsessed with is Maybelline's new product, Lifter Plump. It is a plumping lip gloss that will leave your lips looking juicy all day long. It visibly plumps your lips immediately for a 30% plumper look and lasts up to four hours and is formulated with chili pepper, so it has like a little bit of a kick, a little spice that I love. The color I've been wearing nonstop is Mauve Bite. It's the perfect sheer mauve shimmery gloss that honestly complements any lip color. I will wear it solo and layer it with my go-to lipstick and it always looks so good. I have to tell you this life epiphany I had. Mm-hmm. What? All right, so... Steve and I don't fight that often, but we obviously have our fights here and there. I would say more like, if anything, we like bicker, you know, about yeah. like, like most couples do. Yeah. But I would say every now and then we'll get into like big blowout fights, right? Like really big fights where we're like so pissed at each other. We're questioning. I'm like questioning everything. I'm like, I hate this, blah, blah, blah. I have realized and I fucking kid you not, every single time. We get into a huge, huge fight. I get my period two to three days later. Every single time. And most of our fights start with me kind of like nagging him, being like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Like, why are you acting like this? Why are you acting like this? Yeah. And him being like, do you not how realize how you're acting? And then that's what like spirals is like pretty much he thinks I'm being such a crazy bitch and I'm mad at him for like being mad at me. And I'm like, don't realize I'm doing anything wrong. And it just is the whole thing. And anyways, every single day, every single time I get my period two to three days later. So 
So should, should am I the problem? Is what I'm wondering. Well, I don't think you're. I don't really think you're the problem because it's not really your fault, right? It's right. the universe's fault. It's the universe's fault. So I think Steve just needs to understand, like, maybe you need to, like, put on the calendar. I think I need to put on the calendar. And so he knows, like, those two to three days before, it's not really you. Right. It's 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 not really Christina. And the thing is, I don't track my cycles or anything, so I don't even know. It's you coming. don't track your cycle? Mm-mm. I only track my cycle when I'm trying to get pregnant. And you guys just pull and pray. For 13 years. That is really stressful <laughs> to me. <laughs> it's literally not stressful at all. I like, I'm like literally not stressed about it whatsoever. <sighs> all right. Well, um, couldn't be me. But yeah. But anyway. Anyways, I just had this crazy realization the other day. I was like, because every single time, because Steve will always be like, then I'll get my period a couple of days later and be like, oh, of course. Right. And so it is really interesting since I don't track my cycle, I I realize I need to because I don't think I am myself a couple days before my period. Yeah. And I never realized that. No, that is, it's honestly really sad what we have to go through as women (laughs) because we're really only our true selves like one week a month. I know. It's exhausting. Is that when we're ovulating? I have no idea. I know, but you know, my friend actually has this theory that she is like the most beautiful, successful when she's ovulating and she literally yeah. will shoot every single thing she needs to during that one week. Wow. <laughs> I know. She every single thing that she needs to do, like obviously not everything, but she packs it she in. packs everything into that one week because she finds herself one better looking and more productive. Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. I know. Okay. Cycle sinking to a whole new level. To a whole new level. Well, for today's episode, we're gonna do. 2023 wrapped our year in review. Yes. Because this is our last episode before we go on our holiday break. Mm-hmm. Which we um, probably should have announced in the beginning, right? It's fine. People can hear it now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should have. Anyway, this I, is our last episode before we go on our holiday break. So the next episode will be back. Um, in January. Yeah, in January. Of 2024. So insane. Really crazy. Um, well, let's go. Let's. Have you seen those TikToks where it's like my dating wrapped or like? Yes. I watched this beautiful presentation the other day. Right? I was like, wow, you should do one of these. I know, but I actually can't because when we get to the dating section of our 2023 wrapped, you'll see why. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So let's start off with like highlight, like big moments, milestones of 2023. Okay. Well, start. I, I would say, and I truly can't even believe this was this year. No, I when I saw that in the document, I was like, there's no way. Christian was born in 2023. No, I don't believe that. That is so crazy to me. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. Like, this year was really, really hard for me. It feels like such a blur. And then I'm like, holy crap. Like, I had a baby this year. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, no Wait, wonder. when is his birthday again? January 29th. Holy shit. I know. I'm like, I started the yeah. year off pregnant as hell. And now, like, looking back, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I remember all that, like, trying to flip him, going to all these, like, appointments. Like, that does not—that feels like 10 years ago. It feels, like, so long ago. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, I had a baby this year. Like, give yourself a break. Like, seriously. Um, So, obviously, that was 
the biggest, most monumental thing. And let me just tell you, we took Christian to the doctor the other day, and he's 30 pounds. What do babies his age normally weigh? I don't know. The doctor projected him to be 6'8". Shut I was, the fuck up. And I was like, I don't believe you, Steve, with Steve took. And we all know Steve's the Steve world's biggest exaggerator. And he showed me the paperwork. I was like, what? Christian <laughs> is predicted to be 6'8"? Nicholas is 31. He's going to be that man in the bar. I, he might be. Nicholas is 31 pounds. Christian is 30 pounds. No, 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 wait. What? Yes. Nicholas right now on As this a three-year-old, 31.4 pounds. I took him to the doctor last night. Christian is 30 pounds. Christian is a beast. I am really shook by that information. I, I know. I always knew that Nicholas looked small next to him, but I was like, I think he's just a little bit, bit and thin. The and the thing is that Nicholas is not like a small child. child. Like Nicholas is a year younger almost than all of his preschool Mates yeah. or whatever. Mates. Mates. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, like, taller than, too. I think Nicholas is just, like, tall and thin. Mm. Nicholas is, like, a f- he's just, like, a bowling ball. He's, like, just so stocky. It's crazy. Wait, that is wild because I am, I'm actually shocked that you had the paperwork to back it up because I could see, see Steve just saying, exaggerating as he 100%. does. 100%. Wow. I know. I know. Wow. Anyway, so that, I think, was, like, the number one thing for me. Okay, you go. Actually, this was a big year. This was a big year. I mean, okay, so my I guess my thing was I officially moved to New York. Yeah, that is huge. In January, I packed in my apartment. I can't believe that was this year. That feels like 10 years ago, too. I know. Honestly, like, being in my L.A. apartment feels like— A I, lifetime ago. A lifetime ago, because I packed up my apartment, and I went to Colorado for, like, a week, mm. and then I moved into my apartment on February 15th. Sight unseen. <sighs> so I guess that's pretty big. It's really big. Moved across the country. Moved across the country. Started paying more in rent than I ever thought I would. <laughs> Milestone. And then I guess for me, too, I moved across the country. And in that, you bought a house. And we bought a house. Two huge things. Two huge things, yes. Because you guys said, this is your first house you bought together to live in. Yeah. You're right. You flipped a house. We flipped a house together, but that doesn't count. No, it doesn't yeah. count. Um, wow. I know. It's so crazy. I... And honestly, we finally made a decision that was maybe three, four years in the making. Oh, we know. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and just the fact, honestly, I can't believe I'm a homeowner now. Like, and it's, it feels so different than, it feels different than renting. You know, I, I love being a renter. I feel like if it weren't for Steve, I probably would be renting even longer. Honestly, I just don't want the responsibility for now. But right, but it soon. is actually nice, like, having that responsibility, like, just the past couple of days, and I know this sounds so boring, but we were, like, just trimming our hedges and stuff like that, and then you're like, wait a minute, like, this is my home. Like, you take pride right. of it, pride in it in a different sort of way. Yeah. Um, and we put up all of our, like, Christmas lights, and all of our neighbors, who are, like, the nicest people ever, are all messaging us, being like, your home looks so beautiful. It's, like, so nice to see it come to life, blah, 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 Did Steve get on a ladder and put up the Christmas lights? No. Oh. No. I was like, well, I'm impressed. No, he didn't. Okay. We hired someone, which, by the way, is the best person ever. It literally charged us a fourth of what everyone else was charging us. Oh, my God, amazing. I know. Well, yeah, I, I feel like he paid us, honestly. <laughs> you made money. We made money from it. It was we such a good money. deal. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so, yeah, those are huge <laughs> things. No, you know, I was like, honestly, you know how normally we're like, you know, you just like go through life and you just kind of like go, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? And then you look back and you're like, wow, I really have accomplished so much. Right. I really feel like it was hard for me to come up with some milestones for this year. Really? Yeah. Like, I was like, okay, I moved to New York. Like, okay. And then I was like— What about business-wise? I feel like you're thriving. Like, you've uh, had a great business year. I don't think I have. I feel mm. like it's kind of—I feel like it's just been, like, a little bit of this— Like, I don't think I leveled up. 
necessarily. Mm-hmm. But I did turn 30 this year. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's a pretty big. That is a big milestone for a sure. A big thing to happen as I turned 30. Mm. I'm no longer in my 20s. I am 30 years old. Are you okay? Not really. <laughs> I could tell. When we get I'm into concerned. No, I have been fine. Oh, my God. The tears. Are no, you going to cry? Maybe a little this bit. This is the first time that you were going to no, cry and I, I'm not going to. I felt it and I shoved it back down. Ha, teach me how to do that. <laughs> you can do that? I do it daily. I, I don't feel things. Truly, I wish I had that skill. That is No, you don't. My no. therapist is really working with me to let, let it out. Okay, well, can she work with me to hold it in? Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think that's a thing you want to do. I think it's good to show your emotion, to feel things, oh. and not just walk around like a cold-hearted bitch all the time. Is that what you think you are? Absolutely. Really? I have a, I have a very I do a very good job at being like very Chill, having a okay. facade mm. of being like. Uh, well, I do think generally when I meet someone, I'm like, oh my god, hi, like bubbly person. But underneath, I definitely don't let very many people in. Cold, cold heart in there. Hmm. Anyway, that wasn't really what my milestone was supposed to be. <laughs> um, but I'm going with turned 30 as one. Um, I think that's a big one. And I think that I feel like that can be very overwhelming. And I think that your 30s are going to be so fucking awesome for you. Like think about all the work that you've done in your 20s to prepare for like yeah. this next stage in well, your life. I'll share my thoughts on this when we do our when we do our like um Looking ahead for 2024, because I have some thoughts on this. Okay. Um, I think another big milestone, I think, for both of us is the Confident Collective and our events. I mm-hmm. feel like we have found what really makes us happy, and that's bringing women together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm excited just for us in 2024 because our pool party was so amazing. No, are we doing the pool party again? Oh, yeah. I think we have I to. think we have to. Every, that was like yeah. – the Friendsgiving was amazing, amazing. as well. Was so much fun. But we the need pool another party, podcast live show too. We do and need to. I have so many ideas actually. I cannot wait to have okay. our TCC planning session. But I know. I, I've – I feel very confident in our live events. Yeah. And I, for people who are literally like hate event planning, I think we do a really good no, no, job. No. Like for two people who hate planning things more than any planning events, how did we get into this? I don't know. But I think we're really good at it actually. Well, I think, yeah, we're good at outsourcing and then it bring, bringing it together. Yeah. We do pull it off every we pull time. It off, yeah. But the pool party, like we already have to start planning the pool party for next year. I know. I'm really excited. Me too. Um, I had to start thinking about the theme because last year I was kind of, we didn't have a theme, but it was kind of like 70s esque, like kind of the kind of it came together like that because of the house too. It was very like mid century modern. Yeah. So ooh, I'm excited. Um okay, well, those are kind of the milestones. And then I feel like travel and fun category. I re- looked back. And I went to six countries this year. That's insane and yeah. so fun. And did like 11 plus trips. I was in Anguilla, Hawaii, Mexico City, Croatia, Italy, Vegas, Colorado, Paris, London. Like I was traveling that uh, I over like 11 even more trips. Because you didn't even count your trips to LA. Like, oh, I didn't even put LA on there. Yeah. That is wild. Mm-hmm. Like I traveled so that was like more than a trip a month. Do you want to do that again this year? Yeah. So I think I for 2024. I mean, I do love doing the travel content, um, and so I want to definitely do more of that. Um, and so I think in 2024, I think I want to do, like, four kind of travel content trips similar to, like, Italy. Mm-hmm. You know, that one I was really proud of, that hiking trip I put together, and, did, like, it was so much fun. So we will see. 
Tra- more travel content coming in 2024. I'm actually, I feel like I didn't even travel that much in 2023. And I was looking back and then I was like, wait a minute, we came to New Jersey and New York like a lot. So many times. Yeah. Literally seven times, six times. You came here seven times. I think, I think six times. Damn. Because just to look at homes and stuff like that. And even though we didn't know officially that we were buying this house until October, I feel like we knew we were going to end up moving. So it was just like the year of California. Yeah. You really embraced California. I miss it sometimes. I'm like, me too. I miss it. I'm like, where am I going to go when we visit? Because since Steve's family's there, I'm just excited that I'm like, my goal is that every single time we go visit them, we also go somewhere else. Do like a little California adventure. Mm -hmm. Oh, you should go to Carmel. I love Carmel. I love Carmel. I want to do. Um, I want to bring the boys to Yosemite and the Redwoods. Oh my gosh, Yosemite is like my favorite place in the entire world. Me, I have never been. You'll next year. Yeah, you'd love it. Um, I guess, and we also did our Fashion Week together, which was yeah, so that much was fun. So fun. We had a lot of fun. Do you know, Fashion Week is coming up again so soon. I'm not doing that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Should we? No. I have no desire really. Unless there's something epic to go to, like we don't need to do. We don't need to do it. The whole thing. No. It'll be so cold. It'll be cold. I just feel like I can really do that once a year. Perfect. Maybe we should do something. Maybe we should go somewhere during fashion that week so we don't feel pressure. Thing. I love going somewhere where when something else is going on so I don't have the FOMO. Well, actually, I do need you to be prepared to come on some of these trips with me next year. Perfect. Because I feel like I I do need someone who gets, like, the content thing for these trips. Mm-hmm. And it's just fun. And I just think you need to be ready to go on a okay. trip with me. I think we—I honestly think that's one of the reasons I moved to New Jersey, so I can go on more trips. Perfect. So let's do it. Done. Okay, dating and relationships. I mean, you kind of talked about your relationship with Steve and how you're crazy. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. But I—this is why I can't do the dating wrapped. Why? I went on two first dates this year. That's it? I know. Are you sure about that? I've been racking my brain. I can think <laughs> of two. I mean, I you went have, out with more guys, but I would not, I would say. Would, they aren't first dates? I don't think so. <laughs> they were definitely not. What do you mean? Would they think they're first no, dates? No, that's why. They would not think they're first Wait, dates. Wait, what were they? Hangs? Casual hang, Like what? Just sleepovers, fun. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I just, um, I would only say like two first dates. Okay. And I only saw one of them more than once. And I guess it was like, it was a really positive experience. I really liked him. He was really sweet. We had so much, he was really sweet. We had so, I was going to say we had so much fun. I don't know if we had that much fun. (laughs) (laughs) But he was so sweet and... But he was just really young. Mm-hmm. He was a 22-year-old. Right. But he taught you a lot. He taught me a lot. Mm-hmm. But, of course, cut it off before it could get serious. Didn't want to get there, you know? Interesting. Yeah. I don't know why I felt like you were dating so much more than that. I know. It's it's actually sh- – but, I mean, okay, I wasn't here. I was on were, 12 trips. Yeah, every- you literally were not here at all. And I don't really count people I meet on vacation as dates. No. Those are vacation boyfriends. They're not even real. Yeah. Don't even count for anything. Yeah. So I went on <laughs> two dates. So I have to really step it up. I think. I think you need to step it up. I think you need to give yourself an opportunity to actually be in New York City and meet someone. If that is what you want, which I do think that's what you want. Yeah, I know. I think I. I think. Do you think that you're like running away from things, and that's why you're going on so many trips? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, 
Well, I think it's like a little bit of both because I do actually like traveling, but I was telling my therapist the other day, I was like, I like traveling and like meeting people because I'm going to leave. Like I, I'm like this like person that's in their life that's like, oh my God, I met this girl in Croatia and she was like so fun and cool. And then I never see them again. Mute their Instagram stories, mute their posts. I never see them again. Wait, I don't know why I thought you were so detached. I did not think you were so detached. I don't know. It's interesting. I think I, I need to be diagnosed because like I can become obsessed. Like there have been times where I've been obsessed. Yeah. Remember that guy from Colorado? Obsession. Oh unhealthy. my gosh. That guy was the worst. I know. I'm still blocked. Truly devastating. You still look at him? You need to mute him. What? I can't look at him. I'm blocked. Well, you should be blocking him. Well, I, I can't because I can't even see his face. <laughs> Wait, why did he block you? Because I messaged, he had a girlfriend <laughs> and I found out because oh I gosh, posted him right. on my close friends. And that my friend was like, right. my friend was like, my friend is dating him. And I was like, what? I just was with him. You're like, I think he's in love with me. I was like, he's obsessed <laughs> with me. Like he, the girlfriend has to know. So anyway, she was like, do you mind if I like, tell her? I was like, okay. So then and I had then called her on the phone. I told her everything. And then he told me that he had bipolar. And that that's why he was just going through a hard time. No fucking way. <laughs> and then he blocked me. Wow. I forgot about that. I hope he's doing well. Okay, that was way too long ago. No, so long ago. You, you need to know that you about sometimes him. think about people like I, I know, think about, I know. I think about that guy I went to the John Mayer concert with a lot. Yeah, that feels more recent. That does feel more recent. Well, especially because I've only been on two yeah, days. Okay, that's fair. So anyway, twenty twenty four. When we do our twenty twenty four wrapped, I'll have a much better. I mean, I did go on. Like, I 10 honestly days think last you night. might need to take a note out of Sistine's book and maybe take things a little less seriously and just have like plan at least a date a week or like a date a month. I mean, the I thing is, I think I'm taking fair. it way too less seriously. I don't even have, I'm not even <laughs> taking it at all. No, I think you're taking it seriously in a different way. I feel like she has lower expectations and lower, um, mm, I disagree. I think that I just prioritize different things this year. Yeah. Like I just yeah. really prioritize like work and travel and I'm like totally fine with that. And you know what? I fucking love that. Yeah. Okay. So. Perfect. Well, do you have anything to add on to relationships? The only thing I have to add on to relationships is that <clears throat> I am actually not a crazy bitch. <laughs> no, we know. Most of the time. Yeah. That's it. Um, I think that for me, I am just really trying to prioritize my relationship. Because I feel like I, and I said this like going into 2023, and I don't know how good of a job I did, to be honest with you. But I feel like for the last several years, it's like been about me, 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 me. And mm. I can be like very selfish. And I think I need to like make it about my husband sometimes too. Yeah. So did you move the garland? I did. See, step in the right direction. I moved the garland, but you know what pisses me off <laughs> is that he thinks I moved the garland only because people on Instagram told me to move the garland. And I'm like, no, like I was just <laughs> posting about that because I know it's ridiculous and funny. Like I don't actually give a shit what people will like say. Like if I wanted the garland to stay there. For the reason, I also kind of hit my head once too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I moved the garland for Steve, okay? Okay. Not for anyone else. All right, well, that is a step in the right direction. It's a step in the right I'm direction. I'm really proud of it. It actually looks way better move, too. Yeah, I didn't really like that spot anyway. I didn't like that spot, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, looking ahead to 2024, I was kind of talking about what we were speaking earlier mm -hmm. in the episode. Okay, I feel like when you turn 30, 
people a lot of times feel like, you know, you hear people say you really come into your own and you feel much more confident and like secure in certain parts of your life. And like, you just really feel like more at home and you're like spirit and all this stuff. I feel the complete opposite. I feel like I have like lost my, like the other day I was like, Oh my God, like have I lost myself? Like have I lost my confidence? And I think what it is is, so I've started therapy again and we're like, this is the most intense therapy I've done. Like I think in 2020, my therapy was like a little bit like PG, like kind of like, like I don't know how to describe it and this is like really I think I'm starting to pull out like a lot of things that I've I love to speak things under the rug like I love that like avoid it for as long as I can but can you give us an example not like it doesn't have to be super personal Mm. about like what is more surface level therapy and what is deeper therapy I guess I mean she's just asking you different things that are making you yeah she's just really pushing me to like ask like why I do have certain tendencies. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm just really looking at like, oh shit, like I'm really looking at things that I see reoccurring in my life and being like, okay, why is this the way that that is? Mm -hmm. And so I'm definitely not interested. I'm not excited about this journey really to Mm -hmm. be, I'm not going to lie to you. It kind of sucks because I'm kind of like, I asked her the other day, I was like, is this normal? Like, I feel like I'm fucking questioning everything about myself. Like, I'm like, we open one, like one thing and then it's like a can of worms, like another thing, another thing, another thing. I'm like, holy shit. Like, you know, and when you put something off for so long, it can kind of like build up. And I think that's like what's happened. And so, sorry, not to be getting like too serious here, but like, I just, I feel like hopefully this next year I'll be able to like work through some of that stuff and like have that light at the end of the tunnel of feeling like more secure and more sure of myself because right now I'm like spiraling a little bit. Um, so I'm excited for not to not feel like this anymore. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm, I personally have always looked up to you in the sense that I feel like you are really good at going after what you want. And I feel like you're good at making a full life for yourself. Like you have like hobbies, you have activities, like you have a lot of people. Like I, from an outsider's perspective, who's not so outside, I think you kill in so many ways that I look up to. Well, thank you. Um, but good. I'm really proud of you because I feel like you ha- you always do that work. Like you, I feel like you're always on a self-discovery, in self-discovery mode. Yeah, I definitely feel like I'm always intrigued in like how to like be better and learn more, but I don't know why it's like different now. Like I'm really having to approach some things that I I don't necessarily want to, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I know I need to in order to like move forward. Yeah, and be so, happy. And be happy. So I think, honestly, I don't know if this year I'm going to like sit down and I don't know. I get torn. I do think I do like, like making a vision board. I think I'll do that. And I just have some goals and like kind of look forward for 2024. I always do it though. Business wise, Mm -hmm. not as much personal life. And I'm just kind of like, I don't know. Like, I'm just like, I'm feeling, I'll just be honest. I'm feeling like a little bit, like, I don't know if I, I don't know. I'm just feeling overwhelmed, but I just, I'm trying to focus on like one thing at a time Mm -hmm. and not be like, okay, you got to overhaul your whole life. Totally. Well, I think it's really interesting interesting that you said, like, you do it business-wise versus Mm personal-wise. And I think that for me, when I'm, like, reflecting on my past previous years and, like, looking ahead, is that I have always been someone who's, like, defined success 
with a monetary value Mm -hmm. or like a career associated with my career. Yeah. If I'm successful in my career, like I'm successful. And I think I really had to rephrase and I'm trying to rephrase like what success means to me. And don't get me wrong. Like obviously like we all want to be like as financially independent and successful as possible. Like especially me, like I have like a family that I want them to give my boys the best life they possibly can have, right? But I don't necessarily feel tied to, like, a monetary goal as much as I did before. And I feel like success for me is so much more than that now. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm really trying to figure out, like, what that is. Because before I'm like, I feel like I need to go take a step back and really think about, like, what my goals are, even career-wise. And I'm looking forward to more of, like, a planning year. And I think that's what this year has been as well, too. Um, and I think also, like, for me, I'm like, to me, like, success is, like, having – is being an amazing mom. That feels successful. Mm. Success means, like, having a dinner for my family ready and, like, us having, like, great family time together and, like, doing fun things on the weekends. And that, to me, is more fun and more successful. And it feels more successful than, like, going to every event to, like, show my face and, like, network, which I do think is really important. I still want to do that. And, like, even tonight, like, I'm doing it, you know. But I don't know how much – how happy that makes me anymore. Mm. Um, I would rather be at home with, like, my kids and my husband. And I feel like trying to find that balance because at the same time, like, I, like, love my job and I love being out there too. Um, I just don't necessarily feel, like – I have to do all that to be successful anymore. Yeah. You know? So I'm just trying to, like, figure out what makes me happy. And also, I realize I have not one hobby. I literally have zero hobbies. And I'm like, I want a fucking hobby. A hobby that, besides bird watching, I think is actually a hobby I'm really interested in right now. <laughs> I was going to say, those swans. I am kind of becoming a bird watcher, which is fine. But in serious, like, in all seriousness, and I was talking to someone about this, our generation has no hobbies because we try to monetize all Everything. of them. Everything. I know. It's actually really It's wild. really bad. And I'm like, what can be just for me? Yeah. What do you think it would be like a hobby? I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out. I'm trying to figure that out. Okay. Well, I'm excited for this yeah. hobby journey. You know what I mean? Because, like, why yeah. do we ha- we monetize no, everything? Every we can't just do hobby becomes a side hustle. I know. That's, like, a whole other thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. So I guess I'm just trying to reframe what success looks like mm-hmm. um, and find a hobby. I love that for you. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm so excited for 2024. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to take a break, actually, too, over the holidays and just, like, relax and spend time with family. Um, and we hope you all have an amazing holiday, Christmas, whatever you celebrate. We love you all so much and we just appreciate you. Yeah, we're so thankful for you guys and for this journey and just for the Confident Collective in general. Yeah. All right. Well, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays in general. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. See you in 2024. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes on our website, theconfidentcollective.com and find us on Instagram at Confident Collective. And if you really loved what you heard, screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories and don't forget to tag us.